You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the sub-series of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. We break for anime and also for turtles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. This week we're talking about episode 8 of the anime. I hope everyone has recovered from last week, by the way. I <laughs> <laughs> hope everyone has emotionally recovered. This week, this episode has the same content as chapter 11 of the manga. So if you've been listening to these episodes before, I think normally we kind of talk about where in the manga this comes from and like what what parts are, uh, if there things have been added or changed or moved around. And this in this case, it's all from chapter 11 and there's been additions, which is cool. This episode opens with Hana, Uo, and Toru walking together. And if you were like me, I wondered what they were carrying. So they're, Uo and <laughs> Hana are both carrying things. Did you wonder that or was it just me? <laughs> um, I was sort of vaguely aware of what they were, but yeah. I didn't bother looking up more detail. Well, I knew, so Hana's carrying, <laughs> yeah, Hana's carrying a wreath, which I we talked about. So in our episode, in our episode six, which is called When the Sun Rises, When the Snow Melts, we talked about some... Uh, Japanese like New Year traditions, and so I remember reading about the wreath and some other decorations before. So Hana's carrying a wreath, that's like a traditional thing that you would place on a door. But Uo was carrying an arrow, and I had never seen an arrow like that before. So I looked it up. It's it's a um, it's called a hamaya, for anyone who's curious, and it's like a arrow that's supposed to ward off evil. I think it's called like a demon breaking arrow or something like that. So I've seen it in Okami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okami is full of, like, traditional Japanese stuff. Oh, yeah. Situation. It's a good game. Yeah. It's, like, 100% culture and mythology. Yeah. I really like, as a side note, I guess, and one of the reasons why I like this series is that I really like anime that have, like, um, like cultural things or, like, folktale things. Mm-hmm. Just, like, Okami has Yeah, I definitely thing. remember learning a lot about, like, you know, early information about Japanese culture by reading all the little notes in the back of the Tokyo Pop volumes and mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Anyway, if you want to learn more about <laughs> about Japanese culture, I guess read more manga, you know. But play like, Okami. Yeah, play Okami. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, I feel like all these, like, the slice of life type manga, they always have, like, things. It's it's interesting to mm-hmm. see, like, kind of what's, how daily life is represented, which is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So in this case, they're carrying some, like, typical decor that you could get, like, from a shrine or uh, that people use for during New Year's, just in case you, anyone was wondering. They have this conversation where they ask what Toru is doing for New Year's. They ask if she's going to stay with her grandfather. And she says that her family had leftover renovation money, so they decided to take a trip to Hawaii without her. <laughs> <laughs> I added without her. She didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we cut to her grandpa singing Aloha Way on the beach, <laughs> which was fantastic. If you listen yeah. to, to our episode about the manga we were both like it's grandpa on the beach ha 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 and i thought it was really great that they added this scene which wasn't in the original anime yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah there's a, singing there's a whole scene with grandpa anyway <laughs> we're, we're grandpa fans here um let's stay together <laughs> i do love her grandpa <laughs> we're definitely grandpa fans the rest of her family can suck it i mean what yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway it was like Uo says what they think they're too good to watch the kohaku like the rest of us and um kohaku refers to this i watched the i watched the subtitle version do you know what they said in the dub version for this uh, she said something generic about like tv specials okay. and, like the rest of us okay yeah, yeah they're, too, they're too good to watch <laughs> she, TV said, specials, like, she the said they're too good to watch new year's rock and eve with ryan seacrest like the rest <laughs> of us <laughs> i wish they had said that that would be great <laughs> 
But basically, the thing that she's... If you watched the sub like I did, and, they, and you were wondering what, what Kohaku is, and you didn't look it up already, it's referring to this uh, special called Kohaku Tagasen, which we also talked about in our episode before, which is this like annual event where they have a bunch of performers get together. It's like the Japanese equivalent of Rockin' New Year's Eve, I guess. <laughs> also, for people who are listening internationally who did like grow, or not from the U.S. or didn't grow up in the U.S. like me, it, Rockin' New Year's Eve is, is a show that we have and like don't know this. I don't know. I guess I feel the need to explain what Rockin' New Year's Eve is, which is basically like they have this live broadcast from Times Square, and right now it's hosted by Ryan Seacrest, but it was hosted by a long time for a long time by somebody else, and they basically have a bunch of performers and stuff, and it's all like I don't know whatever i assume every country has some kind of like new year's thing where it's like this internet like live broadcast and it's like that you know anyway (laughs) just in case you're wondering what rockin new year's eve is (laughs) i know there are people who who come to this and listen to it from different amazing and terrible it's yeah it is definitely amazing and terrible like it's it's just tradition it's like always on tv it's what people watch that's where you watch the ball drop in new york it's a big deal anyway (laughs) We're what two and a half minutes into the episode. <laughs> Say what? It's going well. We're like diversions. <laughs> it's we haven't gotten to the um, theme song cut, and I looked at when the theme song cut was. It's at a minute and forty seconds, and we haven't <laughs> gotten there yet. So we're like less than a minute into the episode. <laughs> I've already said three extra notes, <laughs> and one about rocking New Year's Eve. Anyway, <laughs> Tori's friends ask if she'll be staying at Shigeru's then because she's not going to be staying with her family and she says she thinks so but she hasn't had the courage to ask him yet and so Uo invites her over and Hana offers as well but for you know various reasons she feels like she can't impose upon them for the whole winter break which is usually like several days after New Year's they also offer to spend New Year's in a tent which is kind of interesting it's like <laughs> why would Toru want to go back to staying in a tent anyway whatever I guess it's more fun teasing her. <laughs> maybe and I guess it's also fun with friends if you wanted to go camping also it's the fucking yeah. coldest time of the year like in, yeah Again, the dub specifically says we could grab your tent and go camping. So. <laughs> I think they're just trying to be nice. They're just trying to extend an offer to her. And also yeah, her. I think they're being nice and also just teasing her a little bit. Yeah, friend style. That's how like, it is. Yeah, it's like, remember that time you lived in a tent? They could do that again for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the time you lived for a te- in a tent and didn't tell us? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Toru insists that they spend time with their families and then runs off home before they can make her any more offers. And Hana says, as she runs off, I sense great agitation in her waves. And then we cut to the theme song. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> yeah, finally. It's okay. I don't have that many more notes to add in the middle of this. I just wanted people to know what they were talking about in case they didn't look it up. I don't know. I'm just saying. Anyway, at Shigure's house, Kyo and Yuki are repairing the paper doors and arguing, of course. Um, and Toru is happily cleaning the porch, which Kyo asks her about. And then she says, getting to clean the house with you all is really a dream, which is like really cute. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts. Joe and Yuki are also arguing in a really kind of adorable way. Yeah. <laughs> Yuki like snipes at him and Kyo's like, why are we related? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was like, why do we have to be in the same family or something? Yeah. That was really funny. It was great. Yuki thinks. So Yuki also has this inner monologue. So if you did read the manga and you're paying attention, this is like the beginning. This is where the manga chapter starts. So like all that kind of stuff that we just talked about, that first minute <laughs> that we just talked about for five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's all, um, that's all based on, or that's all out, not in the manga. This is where the manga chapter starts. So it's Yuki thinking, I, I really don't think Toru Hondo experiences the world the same way that other people do. She readily accepted the curse, um, and also she's had a hard life, but she's always smiling, uh, like she's just fine. We lived together for four months and I still don't completely understand her. And I thought it was kind of cool they cut it in with her cleaning, 
like it was a nice transition mm. it just it's like that's the hard opening at the beginning of the chapter yeah so it was nice that they kind of like use the story to transition to into this monologue mm-hmm. that was nice uh, Yuki looks up as Shigure comes in and he's moving books around I guess or he's cleaning up and Toru asks very politely at that time if she may stay at their house uh, for the New Year's holiday and he says of course but and then we cut to dinner from outside the house we hear Kyo and Yuki yelling I won't go home <laughs> Kyo argues that he hasn't been in, he hasn't been home in four months why would he go just for New Year's and Yuki's like well if I go back now what would be the point of having left in the first place and Shigure says that they should put an appearance and then they yell again so Toru comes in from the kitchen. She comes back from the kitchen and asks what's wrong. And Shigure whines to her that Kyo and Yuki won't go back home. And Kyo is like, don't whine or whatever. I can't remember exactly what he says. Doesn't um, stop whining like a toddler. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know he says something, but I didn't write it down. They talk about how New Year's is the biggest event for the Somas. The whole clan gathers to celebrate. And the Zodiac have a special banquet, we learn, um, in which there's a dance. And Shigure reminisces about Yuki's dance from two years ago, saying how beautiful it was. And Yuki throws, like, taco on or something yellow at pickles <laughs> or something yellow at him to get him to shut up. <laughs> Whatever it is, Shigure eats it during the rest of the scene. Yeah, it sticks to his face. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, it's like, a pickled radish or whatever. <laughs> Toru thinks that uh, the banquet sounds wonderful, just like the old folktale. And Kyo is like, well, it has nothing to do with me. The cat isn't allowed to go. Toru says, how awful. And Kyo is like, oh, don't worry. The banquet isn't the reason why I'm not going home. It's because if he goes there, Kagura will have to kill him in her excitement, Shigure times in. <laughs> and Kyo's like, shut up, of course. Um, besides, Yuki says, they would have to stay until the third, and Toru would be alone all that time. Toru thanks him for thinking of her, but she says they should go and have fun. It's been a while since they've seen their parents, and they pro- their parents are probably looking forward to seeing them. Toru also adds, she stands up and she, she can be trusted with taking care of the house. She says, I promise to make it sparkle with... With, oh no, I left the bathwater running and runs off. <laughs> and then as she leaves, Shigure is like, remember, I'm trusting you, Torkun, or whatever. <laughs> Fine, she got us, Kyo and Yuki say. They remember her speaking about their parents. And of course, Toru will never be able to see her parents again. This dialogue's kind of overlaid with her going and turning the bathwater off. <laughs> no matter how much she wants to, she'll never see them again. Yuki says he'll put up with Akito, and Kyo says he'll put up with Kagura. Yuki thinks, I guess she'll be fine if she says she'll be fine. And then Kyo says, yeah, New Year's is just an annual routine. Also, both their mouths are cut off, so I don't know if they actually say that, but since Kyo responds, I think they're actually talking. Anyway. Mm-hmm. We cut to Toru seeing them off. She tells them to be careful, and Yuki says to lock the doors and be careful herself. See you when you get back, she says. Take care. Um, Yuki hesitates at the door and thinks she'll be fine. And then we cut to this really interesting scene that wasn't in the manga, which is Akito walking barefoot through a traditional kind of like Zen garden at the house. And Hattori calls from inside the house saying, it's bad for his health for him to be out there. It's been a long time, Akito says, in a way that like sends a shiver down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> and looks up and then like coughs a little and says, since I've seen Yuki. It's been a long time since I've seen Yuki. I want to like, note that in the dub, Hattori specifically says it's too cold to be barefoot. Okay. <laughs> that also makes sense. He just says it's bad for your health. And yeah. it's like, in what way? I was like, well, Kido guess Kido's going to get hookworm or something from walking around yeah. barefoot. <laughs> but it is freezing also. It's like December. It's the end of December, right? So it's New Year's Eve <laughs> when this all takes place. Uh, we cut back to outside where Yuki and Kyo are walking and bickering slash worrying about Toru. 
saying that she's clumsy, she's not very careful, she's the type who would choke on mochi, and Shikari sighs, and it's like, stop talking about her, like, housewives spreading over their kids, and they're like, huh? And then he mm-hmm. says, I know you're worried about Toru, but you, Toru-kun, but you decided to come. And they're like, I'm not worried, you're worried. No, just kidding, they don't say <laughs> it like that. But they definitely deny being worried about her. Um, Face is worried. Yeah. Anyway, come to think of it, Shigure says, the warning paper said something about burglars in our area, and they haven't caught the culprit yet. And Kyo and Yuki worry internally about the hospitality that Toru will be giving the burglar should he make an appearance, you know, getting him a cushion to sit on, serving him tea, listening to his life story. And they're, like, freaking <laughs> out. And then Shigure is like, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Shigure is like, listen, if you just stand there holding your heads, you'll get hit. A mysterious voice chimes in behind them. And it's Hanajima, who has appeared behind them on the street. And Shigure is like, oh, it's you, Hanajima. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, they say that they're on their way to visit their family. And Hana asks, so she'll really be alone this year? Kyo and Yuki kind of react with, like, shock. She used to spend every New Year holiday with her mother, Hana continues, but she'll be alone this year. She explains how she and Uo offered to have offered for, to have Toru stay with them, but Toru insisted that they spend time with their families. But what about Toru, she wonders. Won't the TV shows bring back memories of her mother? How will she feel when she watches them this year? Yuki thinks, how did she feel when she saw us off? And we see a scene of Toru waving and the door, like, slams in front of her which I thought was kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> or it's like definitely unsettling. Mm-hmm. Then we cut back to Hana talking, is Toru-kun really fine with that? Will she be all right? And Kyo thinks, how does she feel right now in that house? And we see the door slam again. It's like the same scene from a little bit farther away. Yuki and Kyo take off and they bonk heads in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, Shikori asks what they're doing and they argue and then they walk off at a kind of reasonable pace without bonking heads again. <laughs> and then Shigure <laughs> asks where they're going and they reply, I'm going home. And then they take off, leaving Shigure and Hana together. Um, Shigure <laughs> asks if perhaps Hana came to goad them into going home. And Hana says that she didn't come to do that, but she simply wanted to do something nice for Toru. And she turns to leave and says, may you have good waves in the coming year. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to Kyo and Yuki running home. And we see Yuki's kind of in order monologue continue from before, um, where it says, we lived together for four months, he thinks, and I still don't completely understand her. I miss things. I don't see the truth. And there are some memories that are kind of like cut in the background um, behind him, his inner monologue. It's like Toru introducing herself the night she moved in, hugging one of the cats that Kyo like attracted to him at school, her like right straight, quote unquote, on the roof. <laughs> um, and like a compilation of her smiling that is underlaid under uh, Yuki thinking she always gives a happy smile at even the littlest things. Yeah, she's always smiling. She always says the thing that you most want to hear. And then we cut to his memory of the garden scene, of her asking to be a friend if her memories get erased. And then her saying, I've always loved the cat from the Zodiac. And uh, talking about the umeboshi on Kyo's back. I think like some of these memories, so there's some that are cut in, but some of them are also the same memories that they have when they're thinking about her while she's gone at her grandfather's house. Mm-hmm. So just another like call back to that time too. Yeah. And the internal monologue is going back and forth between Yuki and Kyo at this point. Yes. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think the next, so the next part is, it's, um, Yuki thinks, why didn't I see? And then I think it's Kyo saying, why couldn't I see? Um, mm-hmm. And we see the same scene of her waving and the door closing, the door slamming again. We see Toru crying at her grandfather's house saying, I wanted to stay with Soma-kun, Soma-kun, Kyo-kun, and Shigure-san. And we see Yuki and Kyo running, thinking, there's no way that she'd be fine with being alone. No one is, and I should know better. They remember her saying, I want to go home outside of her grandfather's house. And they think, I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to see her right now. 
And as they say that, they burst through the door. And if you're listening, the background music stops. It, like, goes way down. Like, the volume goes way down. And Tora turns suddenly with small tears kind of, like, falling off of her face as she turns. And at first they say nothing. And then Toru freaks out. Um, and she's like, oh, you startled me. And Kyo and Yuki are still panting from running. And as she talks, the music kind of picks up again very slowly. Um, Yuki walks over and wipes a tear from her eye with his finger. And she's like, don't worry, I can explain somehow, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't cry, but the new year makes people sentimental, right? And the scene kind of shifts to the photo of her mother that's on the table. And then back to Yuki, who's looking at the, he's like looking at the tear that's sitting on his finger. And she also continues, um, and as a Japanese person, I can't help but be moved by Enka songs or whatever. I don't know what they said in the dub, but I'm guessing that's she said, she said she was cutting onions. She's cutting onions? <laughs> 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 I also don't know that much about Enka, but if you were watching, again, if you're watching the the sub and you don't know what Enka is, it's like this kind of music that's super emotional, supposedly. I don't know. I have never, mm-hmm. I bet actually I probably have heard Enka and probably didn't know that that's what we were listening to. But anyway, yes, supposedly super time. emotional. Huh? So were you crying at the time? I was crying and I didn't even know why. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so sad. I think a lot of them are supposed to be kind of like mournful and sad, apparently, according mm-hmm. to... There's a girl in my class who, uh, Japanese class, who does like traditional Japanese dance. And so apparently all of their dances are done to Enka. She was like, I, I wanted, I started taking Japanese so that I could understand Enka. And now that I can, it's all like really sad. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyway, that's Toru says that she was moved by the music, which I guess is what's on in the background on the TV. Um, and Kyo and Yuki flop to the floor, which makes me chuckle every time, mm-hmm. still panting. And Toru freaks out again and asks if they're okay. And Yuki thinks, thank goodness, if we hadn't realized in time. And Kyo thinks we almost left her to cry alone. We're okay, Yuki says. Uh, we better watch the first sunrise. Or, yeah, we better watch the first sunrise, huh? He says, but still panting. And Kyo is like, but first I want to eat New Year's soba. And he's also still panting. And they both look up at her. We're home, they say. And Toru cries. Um, And we see her mother's photo again as she struggles to say in the background, welcome home. We cut to the main house. And Shigure says that he's home, which is kind of interesting. This whole, like, well, I guess we should talk about it in the discussion. But all these things are, like, cut Mm -hmm. together of people coming home. We talk about this a Mm -hmm. lot. Yeah. um, So Shigure says that he's home. And a Tori and a light-headed, I guess a white, now we can see because it's not manga. um, A a white-haired young man. Uh, greet him and he greets them as Hakun and Hasan and Hattori sasses him to not to he says no easily confusable nicknames <laughs> in the dub he greets them as my two favorite Haas <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny that seems like something Shigeru would say if he spoke English yeah <laughs> Hakun not Hasan <laughs> Hakun asks where Yuki and Kyo are and Shigeru explains that they're ditching and Hakun says uh, and we also see, I can picture Kagura's fiery rage and Akito's icy quiet fury. <laughs> and you can see the, like, that little still or whatever is really funny. Yeah. And there's like little angry voice acting from Kagura and Akito's voice actors in the background, which yeah. is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Relax, Shigure says. He will handle Akito. Hakun is disappointed. He was looking forward to his last fight of the year. And Shigure says, don't you break my house like the others. <laughs> Hakun says he understands why they would want to skip, though. I've got painful things I sometimes want away from, too, he says. Momiji pops up in his costume, because uh, the banquet is about to start. And he's about to dance, <laughs> I guess. But first, they all need to tell Akito about the skippers. Um, so Shigure goes, he's like, I'll, I'll talk to Akito, everybody, chill. So Shigure walks through the room where the banquet is supposed to be held. 
to another room on the other side, which is again lit by a single spooky lantern, just like the single spooky what was oil lamp. Mm-hmm. Scurry enters the room and says good evening, and he thinks his face changes to this creepy so we see shigeru's creepy grin just like in episode six where he visited akito while toru's friends were at school and he says it's nice to see you reaping what you sowed akito at least that's what he said in the japanese version and then we cut away yeah, i think it's the same okay thankfully we cut back to shigeru's house away from that terrifying really really dark room where akito and shigeru are um where Kyo and Yuki and Toru are eating soba with mochi, and Yuki and Kyo are like staring at Toru as she stretches out one bite of mochi, and they tell her to eat slower, and she wonders, does choking on mochi really happen that often? <laughs> Which is just a callback to earlier, how they were worrying yeah, about her. I enjoyed the extended mochi choking joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I wonder, in the um, original manga, it was just translated to like, she would choke on rice, but I don't think you, you can't even translate that because now it's like visually shown, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Or you can't translate it that way, I guess you would say. The dinner is interrupted by the phone ringing, and Toru goes off to get it, because, again, she's the only responsible adult in the house. Yes. Um, leaving Yuki and Kyo to worry that it might be a Soma calling her, but it turns out it's Uo just calling to check on her. And we see Uo's father... On Uo's side of the phone call, we see her father in the background, and she sasses him, because they agreed to one beer for the holidays. <laughs> and during this conversation, she just Uo explains that she called to check on her, and Toru cries, and says that she's lucky, and Uo's like, don't cry, dummy, and have a good new year. <laughs> and then, like, hangs <laughs> up, <laughs> which is cute. Toru returns to continue uh, eating with Kyo and Yuki. Tell her that they ran into Hanajima because she and it turns out Hana was worried too. Toru thinks that Hana will be the first person that she calls in the new year, and we see a cut to Hana with her family, and she says, "I'll be waiting," <laughs> or she thinks, "I'll be waiting." I think Toru asks if it's okay that they didn't uh, that Kyo and Yuki skipped out on the New Year's festivities, that they won't be getting in trouble, and Yuki assures her that it'll be fine. But then he thinks, probably after. <laughs> Toru goes to do the dishes, and Yuki wonders, uh, like, Yuki and Kyo, or I think Kyo thinks that the banquet is in full swing, and Yuki wonders if Kido is mad, but, and then we cut to them, we cut away from this kind of internal monologue to them climbing up to the roof to watch the first sunrise, and Yuki helps her up on the ladder, so she doesn't have to crawl across the roof this time, (laughs) like last time. (laughs) The sun starts to rise, and Yuki's narration, or his, like, internal monologue continues, but... I feel strangely at peace now. I don't feel guilty either. I had a lot of thoughts about this, but deep down. And then Toru asks, have you decided what to wish for? She knows what she's ready to wish for. Deep down, we hear Yuki's internal monologue again as the scene pans across Yuki and Kyo. The sun rises and Toru makes her wish. Deep down, I wanted, Kyo thinks. Maybe I just wanted to greet the new year with her, Yuki thinks. And then Toru turns around to face both of them and wishes them a happy new year. And Yuki returns with the standard greeting and Kyo is like ah (laughs) he just like (laughs) at least in the version I was watching then he scratches his head and then he screams I'm gonna beat that damn rat this year (laughs) and then Yuki's like ah yeah good luck with that wish Kyo smiles and Yuki smiles and Toru smiles happy new year she says and then we cut out to the credits and that's the end it was a happy ending after all (laughs) it wasn't a completely sad episode like the last one (laughs) although it was sad in the middle happy sandwich yeah it was a happy sandwich (laughs) it's like happy but nervous in the beginning and then (laughs) happy actually happy at the end when they come back (laughs) there are a couple things that were added so like most of the scenes where it's like kyo and yuki leave and they're running back and then they they come home and then they have they go up on the roof like those are the scenes that we see in the manga 
Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of stuff kind of like added and padded in between, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all the flashbacks you're added in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I really like the effect of that where they have um, Toru saying she wanted to go home. Yeah. In the previous episode paralleled with Yuki and Kyo saying they wanted want to go, go home. home. Yeah, yeah I like that a lot. I always thought those episodes, those chapters felt kind of parallel. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like making a sort of more direct parallel between them. Yeah, I thought that that was really nice. Mm-hmm. It is really, it is like that. Like they are, they are kind of directly paralleled. Like Toru, they're almost exactly paralleled, right? Because Toru has yeah. to go home to her family, and then she gets there and actually stays there for like twenty minutes and then leaves. <laughs> and then, um, mm-hmm. in this case, Kyo and Yuki, they don't even make it home. Like they go home before they even make yeah. it to. Uh, sorry, they go back to Shigure's house before they don't. They go. Yeah, I think I said home mm-hmm. a couple of times, but yeah, they're supposed to go to the main house. Yeah, well, I think the the definition of home is a big theme in both of those I chapters so. slash episodes. I think so. They're even paralleled in kind of their where they show up in the manga because mm-hmm. uh, Tora going back to her family's house is the end of volume one, and the New Year's is the end of volume two. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those have always been kind of parallel in my head. So I kind of liked it. They are like, drawing an explicit parallel in this episode. There's a lot of things that happened in between, but they're they're all building on Shigure's house being the place where they consider to be their home. Yeah. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. And like this little family unit being like they're becoming their real family as opposed to the the family they are born with. <laughs> yeah, their chosen families, mm-hmm. one might say. And then I thought it was interesting how they're like, I'm home, and then it transitions into Shigure being like, I'm home at the main yeah. house. Mm-hmm. So we get the kind of like the flip side of that. Yeah. Definitely deliberate contrast with uh, Yuki and Kyo running away from the main house and mm-hmm. saying they're home when they get back mm-hmm. to Toru and Shigure arriving at the main house and saying he's home. Yeah, and then going and sassing Akito, which is interesting. Yeah. We haven't really seen... I mean, we kind of saw that. We've seen it a couple of times, I guess. Mm-hmm. Twice. It's definitely Shigure. showing that, yeah, definitely showing off that Shigure has not quite power, but definitely some kind of ability to approach Akito that the others don't seem to. Yeah, it's like he's very he's very confident, and he's like, "Don't worry, I'll deal with Akito." Yeah, everyone. And the others else... are all like, "Oh no, what's Akito gonna think?" Yeah, even uh, Hakun, who we met, is who seems kind of chill. Mm-hmm. Is like he's like you know he's like oh whatever they're skipping. Yeah, but even he's kind of concerned, and Momiji, who's kind of happy go lucky, seems a little bit concerned when they find out that someone's mm-hmm. skipping. But Shigure is like, "I'll take care of it. None yeah. of you all worry." Mm-hmm. And then he goes and just. He doesn't even say anything to Akito, actually. He just says good yeah. evening, and then it cuts away. So who knows what he said? We'll never know. Mm-hmm. I think it was interesting that we got to see the banquet room. Yeah. Which wasn't in the manga. No. Not to my recollection. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, I mean, in this chapter. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's, we never saw, in this chapter before, we didn't get to see the the banquet room. So we got mm-hmm. a little bit more detail this time. I guess they get and a we lot saw a bit, a bit of motion to Yuki's dance. <laughs> yeah, we did. Finally. <laughs> His beautiful dance. Uh, they had the yeah. like the the kind of like bell things. I don't know what those yeah. are called either. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like that. Like I've never. I think in the manga and even in the original anime, I think they were just stills of the dances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was like just a sweeping like still kind of thing. So we never yeah. got to see them. So at least we got to see like a little bit more about the dance. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's kind of a I don't know traditional style dance i don't know mm-hmm. how to describe it yeah and then momiji mm-hmm. their costumes are pretty similar they didn't change them that much i think they just updated yeah. like, the color maybe mm-hmm. um i also like the, the added scene with hana and uo at the beginning which yeah. kind of leads to you know hana showing up later on which where she just kind of showed up out of nowhere in the yeah manga chapter i mean she toru mentions that she talked to them but 
yeah it's off screen it's an off screen yeah mention. i like that it's kind of a, a trend of us seeing a little bit more of uh, hanonua's reactions to all this soma craziness yeah they're more they feel more like central characters mm-hmm. which they i feel like they are in the manga like i think that comes through in the manga just later yeah so it's like now it's like they're kind of at this point, it feels like they're more involved in her life than it did, I think, in the manga, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think in the early chapters, they would kind of just sort of drop out of, mm-hmm. like, existence for a few yeah. chapters at a time. There's just not space for everything, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah, hands get tired. <laughs> yeah. And there's only there's, so many pages, of, like, like, dedicated yeah. to the, you know, there's like, a lot of, like, mentions. Where she, yeah, there's a lot of mentions where she'll say, like, oh, she talked to them about whatever. Yeah. Or vice versa, there might be scenes with just her or scenes with them where Kyo and Yuki aren't there. And it's like, oh, I told them this or whatever. So yeah, you can only show so much. Now we get to see those things a lot. Mm-hmm. Like the whole other side of that, <laughs> the scene where Toru is at home and we get to see Kyo and Yuki's like reaction to everything that she said, which I guess is implied by them saying they heard everything that she said. But, but then, yeah. in this case, mm-hmm. we got to actually see it, which was nice. Mm-hmm. I liked the scene of Akito in the garden. Mm-hmm. It was also really off-putting. Every time Akito is on screen and Shiguri is not there, like when Akito is the one who's kind of in a position of power on screen, yeah. every mm-hmm. time Akito speaks, it's like terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, we we've pra- we praised it before, but the uh, all the stuff about Akito in the new anime is really great. Mm-hmm. Just all the all the framing and the voice acting is really excellent. They're building up this kind of suspense and fear uh, ominous ominousness yes. around Akito. ominosity <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah there is there's something it's like literally one line and it, it just uh gave me the shivers it was mm-hmm. like it was good i liked it i mean it's just it's it definitely is getting the right the tone across for Akito. Akito is someone who can really be scary i mean maybe that's that's also building off of last time like the last yeah. episode that we saw really set up that Akito is someone to be feared. Mm. So that helps. But I think even before Akito was quite ominous. Yeah. Um, the scene with the uh, Uo and Hana's families were added. Yeah. Which was nice. Got a little glimpses of their, yeah, their home, home lives. Lives, <laughs> lives yeah. They exist as real people. They do. They're not just like off screen characters that just like wait off screen <laughs> until Toru shows up or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they have full they families and Lewis, stuff. Lewis got a dad, and Hanna's got several family members. Yeah, it looks like and, yeah a younger sibling, and then maybe an older yeah. sibling and parents or something. There was like three adults and another younger yeah, kid. Parents and a grandparent. Oh yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't remember which it actually is, but you can kind of. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yes, that three adults and two children. Yeah, three adults, two youngins, two youngins. Yeah, of which Hanna is one. So yes. So Hana has another sibling. Yeah. It was nice that Uo called. <laughs> yeah, that was cute to have Uo in there too. And I like how they still use it as an opportunity yeah. for Yuki and Kyo to be freaked out. They're like, it could be a Soma. Yeah. And then they go and like creep. <laughs> yeah. I like that they still extended and extended the mochi gag. She's yeah. like, oh no, you're not choking on mochi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I yeah, call like... you choking. <laughs> <laughs> that's also, it was added dialogue, but it felt like something Toru would say too. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, um, we talked about thing where she like kind of grasps onto yeah. something in her internal thoughts and says it out loud, even though someone isn't following those internal thoughts. Yeah, exactly. It's just from a conversation with <laughs> someone that wasn't in that conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the thing I'm sad they cut was uh, Hana explaining how <laughs> Kyo and Yuki collided when they stood up, but yes. I guess they changed that animation. Yes. Try to make it a little more serious. But... Yes. 
I think it's just like it, I don't even know if it makes it more serious. It just like it just gets to the point faster, which is yeah. that they're leaving. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dialogue. Yeah, like I think it would have felt out of place, but I still missed it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I also funny. was like, oh, they didn't do the thing, but then uh, they're like, I'm going home, and I was like, yeah, go home, yeah. you can go. <laughs> like, yeah. pacing wise, it was the right choice, but yeah. in my heart, it was the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can like watch the old anime. <laughs> yeah. It's like, because it has the full, like, narrated, like, end of explanation. If you haven't read the manga and you haven't seen the old anime and you're watching this for the first time, there's, in the old anime, in that scene where, like, in the the old anime and the manga, in that scene, you can kill bonk heads. And it's like, there's a little explanation. off screen, so they're like, what happened to you? And and Hana explains, like, everything that's happening in the corner of the panels. Hana's like, I saw everything. Soma stood up too quickly and bumped Yuki's head. And then Yuki did this or something. And then it's end of of explanation. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, the same thing. They put that gag in the old anime, too. Um, Mm -hmm. And they did not keep it in this one, which is fine. Yeah. But it's okay. We got Grandpa singing instead. Yes. (laughs) Is that a good trade-off? I don't know. (laughs) It's a decent trade-off. I'll accept it. I liked... We talked about that panel a lot when we read the... When we read these chapters, too. And I was like, it's Grandpa in Hawaii. (laughs) The... Can we talk about the scene of the door slamming in front of Toru? I also felt like that was really Mm -hmm. off... There's something about it that's really off-putting. Yeah. To me, it felt like... I feel like I might be overanalyzing it, which is, again, like, the whole main shtick with this podcast, but <laughs> it felt like, um, it reminded me of, like, prison or something. Like, the way that it, the door, like, closed by itself and it, like, slams. Like, it has this really loud noise and it's really fast. It's, like, uncannily fast. Mm-hmm. There's something about it that's very off-putting and I'm not sure what the team is trying to, like, communicate with closing yeah. by itself. It's not like it's just her waving and then it's cut. It's, like, her waving and the door slams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an interesting choice. Like I said, it just, it feels like it has this, it evokes to me <laughs> the the feeling of being, like, stuck somewhere and she can't leave for three, or, like, she's going to be alone for three days. Mm-hmm. It's, like, being... Yeah, it's, like, a, emphasizing the isolation mm-hmm. and you can keep realizing what you might be feeling. yeah. It's definitely emphasizing being, yeah, being left there. And then, yeah, the fact that it's used over and over. It's repeated, like, three or four times. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just, it's almost like a, like, kind of a symbol that you they can, like, latch on to. Yeah, they're, like, escalating concern. Yeah, it gets closer and closer. Or, like, there's different, like, uh, points of view of the same scene where it's, like, one's really close and it's her waving. And then it's, like, her a little bit farther away and the door closes and then, like, quite farther away and the door closes like it, there's a mm-hmm. couple different like steps is yeah. like building tension mm-hmm. i also liked how uncanny it was mm-hmm. chris pascal has is good at i think like this this anime is doing a good job of representing what's done in the manga where you have these like this really nice balance of scenes that are like really fun like comedy and like people pick, like poking fun at each other verbally and like puns and jokes and then mm-hmm. like something really uncanny or like sad or something that really evokes a strong like negative emotion and bouncing between those pretty easily in the same piece and I think that that's really it's nice it's well balanced that way I think the manga I mean the I think the anime is doing a good job kind of Mm -hmm. keeping that feeling with some of these things Mm -hmm. like they're all like the joke the mochi joke is running all the way through but then you also have this like the really dark room where Akito is. You have the scene with Akito that's really off-putting. You have the scene of the the door slamming over and over again, and some of these the you know like Toru crying when they mm-hmm. come and find her and stuff like that, that are really more emotionally like kind of darker, emotionally, yeah, mixed with some of these lighter things. And 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I think the anime is doing a good job of tone. Yeah, I think so too. The it, it gets all the emotional notes right. I think, mm-hmm. which is yeah. nice. Yeah. On that note, it wasn't a change, but I thought the sunrise scene was really beautifully done. It was With the music time to the sun coming up. Yeah, it was nice. I liked it. <laughs> I like when the sun also. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was nice when the sun. It's like they go up on the roof and you can see the sun. It's like pink, and then when the sun pops up, it's really bright. It has mm-hmm. this like glowing effect that's really nice. Yeah. And the sun, the I don't know, the background where the sun is rising is also beautiful, like behind Toru. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little like cityscape down below them. It's really nice. And the mountain behind her. Yeah, I don't know. I did. I thought it was nice how um, Yuki helped her up on the roof this time. So she's like standing. Mm-hmm. She's not like crawling awkwardly, like I said. Yeah. <laughs> um, which was both funny and also nice <laughs> yeah i like how this they also um this episode is nice for kyo and yuki because it shows it's like you said in the beginning even at the beginning of this they used to fight all the time right mm-hmm. even at the and very seriously not in aren't weren't interested in being together or getting to know each other or anything like that and at the beginning they're they're bickering and throughout this they're kind of bickering but they were kind of the way they're fighting is like not really the same. Like they were kind of like, why do I have to be in the same family? Not just like I hate yeah. you and hate everything about you, and I want to like break your face. Yeah, I think there's a lot it's of more like development. it's more like moody teenage siblings. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> yeah. Can't believe we shared DNA. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows if they shared DNA? <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Somewhere. It's nice. And then Toru's like, I just love being with you guys. And they're like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Why are you so happy <laughs> cleaning? <laughs> yeah, it was cute. Yeah, it was good. And then they, throughout the episode, they, they bicker, but it's all like trying to, they're talking about Toru the whole time. They're like, she's going to hurt herself. She's going to be, why didn't we stay? Blah, 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 blah. You know, like it's really, mm-hmm. um, it's that. They're not arguing with each other. It's like they're just bickering. I don't know how to describe it. It's different than the way that they fought before, mm-hmm. for sure. And I think Yuki's kind of monologue that's kind of interspersed with Kyo's also demonstrates, like, Yuki starts us off by saying, like, Toru doesn't see the world the same way that other people do, and I still don't really know her. I still don't really, like, understand her that well. And I feel like at the end of this episode, because they're remembering the time that she said that she wanted to come home, and they, like, got her from her grandfather's house, and this time as well, it's like they're starting to understand her better too, and and her mm. pain and her reluctance to put that on other people. I think. Yeah. And it's kind of. I think we also talked about it before when her friends were there that they Yuki and Kyo can like be on a mission together. <laughs> I think yeah. as we described it, like they can when when Toru is when like their kind of the secret is being threatened or like when something's happening to Toru, they can kind of kind of react together at least instead of fighting or like trying to do stuff on their own. Like they're good at least doing something together and taking care of protecting the family secret and protecting Toru together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've seen the later as much yet. Like this episode, I think they kind of, like I said, they weren't fighting so much with each other. They just, they wanted to be home to be with her. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to look out for her. Um, and then of course yeah. we, we met, do we meet other new characters other than the mysterious Hakun? The other <laughs> Ha? One of the two favorite Ha's? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. The other Ha. <laughs> yeah. So we met a new character this time, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And I guess we met, I mean, we met, we kind of saw like Hana and Uo's families who are new. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't met them yet in the anime, so that's nice. I think that's it. There was a lot that happened, even though they just, there's like these little small things they threw in that show so many different things, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all that I have that's not spoilery, I'll say. Yep, me too. Okay. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Tumblr, Twitter, 
you can g- email us at staytogetherpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can always go to our, our website. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, which is whatever, staytogetherpodcast.com. Yeah, I don't know. Next time we'll be talking about episode nine. Still have no idea when this anime is going to stop airing, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, we'll be making anime episodes. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, there'll be some spoilery chats after the music, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. We're back to talk about spoilers for this episode, obviously. I don't know. <laughs> Slash every other, everything else. <laughs> I'm talking about spoilers for a different series entirely. It's like, wait, <laughs> what do you think? Game of Thrones finale? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like either of us could talk about the Game of Thrones finale. Good good joke. Bah. Anyway. Um... I've seen four-ish seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen zero seasons of it, so you can talk about it by yourself, yeah. I guess. <laughs> We could talk about uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina finale, uh, spoilers, <laughs> since you've seen like three episodes or whatever. Yes. Cat doesn't talk and it's disappointing. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But the cat fucks people up, which is nice, right? I don't know. <laughs> I think at least. Could talk and fuck people up. That's true. That would be better. Not mutually exclusive. That's true. Well, we don't need to look for more talking cats. We have Kyo. <laughs> yeah. So, spoiler stuff. We met Haru. Yes. Yay. I was like, oh, I need to make sure that I call him Hakun again when I make notes. Yeah. We I saw like his anime. Yeah. He looks good. His voice is nice, at least in the, mm-hmm. the sub. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that means the like race is going to be next time. That'll be fun. Yeah. Well, it said uh, the, chap- the title of the next episode is called like, Yuki is my first love. So. Yeah, you're right. So it is definitely <laughs> going to be him. Yes, I remember that mm-hmm. now that you mentioned it. All right. Sweet. Good. We'll get to see him next time. I like how there's like a sad episode and there's going to be like two or three funny ones and then there's going to be another sad one, mm-hmm. probably. That's how it is in the manga, at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, we need some time to recover from this. Have some like comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw Uo and Hana's families. Yeah. So, which is nice since they both have they had backstory chapters mm-hmm. in the manga that were not uh, adapted for the first anime. No. Because mm-hmm. they're so much yeah. later. They're like halfway through the series or something, yeah. probably. One of them was like, one of them, at least one of them was like right after the Kyo stuff that was the finale, and they have some stuff from after the first anime, but I can't remember the exact point of it is. But either way, they were not in the first anime adaptation. Oh, Uo's backstory is right after, according to my notes yeah. for later. Yeah, I thought Uo's came first, I can remember. Huh, yeah, I think Uo's definitely comes first. It's in volume 7, according to this. Yeah, so like they have some mm-hmm. some stuff from volume 7 made it into the first anime, or, like Hero. Yeah, 8 maybe? Sorry, I can't tell. Like, yeah, the hero and Ritsu's introductions were after the Kyo stuff, but made it into the anime. So, yep. Yeah. And specifically, the scene with uh, Uo and her dad is taken like almost exactly from the end of her flashback chapter, where it shows that like her and her dad are mm-hmm. like on better terms now. Mm-hmm. So I think in the manga, he's like she's like scolding him about like his sodium intake or something and oh. then adds on about the and not that and to not be drinking the beers or whatever <laughs> but has the same little thing where she's scolding him and he's like oh you caught me and she's like don't try to be cute it's <laughs> so. very in character yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's cute to see that in there yeah and we saw megumi like hana's brother mm-hmm. yep from behind did the rest of her family as well yeah. he showed up in the first anime i think he did because there's that one episode where they go to hana's house yeah 
the Yuki fan club. Yes. People. Exactly. But her parents are in it. Yeah. It's just him and her. Yeah, but he was just kind of there being creepy. He didn't really get his full <laughs> no, he introduction get... with her family. No. N- no. Yeah. Hana Onuo also gets shafted by the anime, just like mm-hmm. many, many other characters. But yeah. Them in particular, because their backstories don't come in until later. It's like we said, mm-hmm. like we were just talking about, like it feels like in the anime because they add more scenes with them, it feels like they are more like main characters or they have yeah. a feel like a more significant role in Toru's life than it seems at first in the yeah. manga. I think they're, they're solidly secondary characters yes. rather than like real side characters or background characters. Exactly. Yeah. When we know they're like quite important to her, like, I mean, it's yeah. stated, but the amount of like screen slash page time mm-hmm. they get early on yeah. in the series was different before. And I feel like this is nice. They're added, mm-hmm. added some more. Yeah. Okay, wait, so let me ask the question again. Do you think, so we talked about in our non-spoiler section, everyone, the way that the episode is structured is that they cut in these memories of Toru, and the last one they cut in is like uh, Toru saying that she wants to go home, and then it cuts in the dialogue, I want to go home, like the inner monologue from Yuki and Kyo, I want to go home. They get home and they say, I'm home, and then we cut to the main house and Shigure says, I'm home. Mm -hmm. So uh, I asked... I asked you earlier that I probably cut it. Do you think that Shigure <laughs> thinks that the main house is his home, whereas Yuki and Kyo and Toru treat Shigure's house like it's their home, conceptually? Yeah. I think he does 100% because that's where Akito is. That's true. Because like, I don't think he cares so much about the actual location. Yeah. But, you know, you see from much later on in the manga where he talks about how, like, his whole goal is just to make it just him and Akito and how, like, the bond has never been a burden for him. It's been what he wanted the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I think him it's just wherever Akito is is where he would consider home I think you're right <laughs> and I also think that there's other evidence that supports that like another thing that we saw in the manga is sometimes we see these scenes that are contrasted where all the <laughs> Kyo Yuki and and Kagura for example go on like a double date and Toru is also there to complete the double date <laughs> situation <laughs> um, three of them go <laughs> double date it's, it's Kyo and Kagura and Yuki and Kagura, Kagura. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Kagura you yeah, probably Kagura and Kyo and Yuki and the mailman <laughs> yeah. um but they they all go out on a double date together and then there's these scenes that are interspersed with uh Shigure and Hattori in the main house and I think we kind of talked about how, like, they're, it's contrasted how things sometimes happen in the main house. How, like, uh, Shigure and Hattori, for example, their experience with the curse kind of almost, like, ties them to the main house more versus, like, mm-hmm. the younger Zodiac. So I also feel like there's other, other than just Akito being there, which is probably the main reason why he would treat it as his home. And he's almost like, you know, Kyo and Yuki think that they're, like, running away to get away from the Somas. And really the one who's running away is, like, Shigure. Like, he's, he's getting he's run away so that he can manipulate Akito, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> By not being there, perhaps. Yeah. I don't like, know. I, I don't remember if it's ever purely stated, but I feel Probably like not, but... Shigure moving out of the main house is 100% to try and make Akito, like, jealous and stuff. jealous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's the case. I don't think it's stated. I, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if I, I would feel but... safe uh, interpreting that motivation from Shigure. I also feel that way. So I feel like, I feel like he does... You know, so he contrasting it with him saying I'm home also kind of puts this, it puts a stamp on that, I think, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was interesting the way that that's structured. And then, yeah, we said earlier that the we didn't see the banquet room in these chapters before. But then, of course, we do see it later when Yuki is there the Mm -hmm. next next year, like the next new year. Yeah. 
Yeah, we see a bit more of the actual location of the banquet in the next time. But even still, like it's not it's not as big as like that room. Yeah. Yeah, we don't see a lot of it, but we see a bit more people talking and stuff. Yeah. I do think yeah, I think some of the flashbacks like the flashbacks that have like Akito and Yuki like isolated off to the side while the rest of the Zodiac are hanging out, I think those might have been implied to maybe be banquet times. I think so. Yeah. I think so. There's a lot of imagery of the banquet that's also just like metaphorical. Like there's one where Taurus Akito is removed from the banquet and Taurus is next to yeah. her at the banquet. I can't remember. It's like toward the end, like very, very close to the end. It's interesting to see the physical location and see it like completely empty. Yeah. And like yeah, no, I nobody's there yet. The, yeah. Yeah. I think it's striking the, the 12 like seats around in a circle. It was. And then you could kind of see like a, like Akito's room off to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really interesting. I wonder if there's something like symbolic about that. I, I don't know if there is, but it, it's definitely striking that it's completely empty and Akito's, mm-hmm. Akito's by herself in the room. Yeah. Off to the side. And in the dark, it's like completely dark, whereas the other room yeah. has the, is like lit with, it seems like with electricity. Like, yeah. <laughs> Akito's room is constantly in the dark with like a single light or whatever. It's really interesting. An interesting choice. The, um, the Zen guard seat where she's walking in the, in the, like traditional garden mm-hmm. don't know yeah, i did i was like i don't think you're supposed to walk on them so. no i definitely don't think you're supposed to walk on them it is interesting that scene is really also really striking mm-hmm. there's something about the way that akito like the the voice actor acts that makes that scene like it just yeah i don't know it just made me shiver like there's something about mm-hmm. it it's like oh i haven't seen yuki in a long time like yeah you know akito is gonna be pissed off yeah i do think it helped too Adding that in helped to build up the whole that, like, it really is a transgression. Them skipping mm-hmm. out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're kind of like, he's like, it'll probably be fine, but it's way worse than mm-hmm. just that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how they'll, uh... well, I mean, I guess Akito will come to school eventually. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the other yeah. one, in the manga, when Toru runs into a Tori, he says, like, like people really weren't cool with it and he like he they said they were gonna visit the main house and he was like yeah i bet they're not doing that and stuff so they kind of yeah. built it up that way like i wonder if mm-hmm. uh you know maybe they'll build it up yeah. with this again too mm-hmm. i was kind of like sort of skimming the chapters and doing like a rough count i think if it did end at episode 12 or 13 it might end with akito coming to the school maybe that would be a good finale mm-hmm. if it is 12 yeah. episodes mm-hmm. I was- like i would think it was kind of roughly end there just by count and they could make that into a dramatic season finale it is dramatic like you could probably make it extra dramatic too if you cut in some stuff from yuki's backstory later yeah that's but it still has the kind of happy ending with them all playing was it badminton or whatever yeah (laughs) yes good old badminton yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) national sport of japanese children i mean (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah i don't know maybe it is happy. Yeah, also, it's a... good. It's because it's like Yuki is like, oh, there was something that I wanted, which is a family to return to, and it has cuts in all the mm-hmm. like, kind of main characters who've, who've shown up at that yeah. time. So, yeah, you could use that as a good be ending. a decent dramatic point to take a break. Yeah, for sure. Just a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting point. I wonder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I feel like I can always predict like what the next episode is going to be, but then you never know. Then they throw stuff in, like this like, stuff with the fa- their Uo and Hana's families. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, that's from much... I mean, it's something from later that makes sense to add now. Yeah. Yeah, they often kind of throw things in. It's like the fried eggs thing. Yeah. The fried eggs thing is from way later in the series, and that was added mm-hmm. into, like, the the whatever, the episode with Kagura. Yeah. So, I don't know, sometimes they find little things to add, which is nice. 
Mm-hmm. So you never know. We never know what we're gonna get. That's why we have this anime break. <laughs> Every so like far. A box of chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> Stop making one of my fourth gum metaphors. <laughs> I don't think I said anything it, we were talking before. No. If I <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to cut that then. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, you made me forget what I was gonna say about Fruba. <laughs> Ever since, like, the third episode, there's been something that's been added or changed or, like, cut in or brought in from later in every single episode, which actually mm-hmm. makes doing this anime break series really nice because everything's there's a little different stuff to talk about. Um, but I think it's also just adding to the story, adding more detail faster. Like, we never learned about Hana Nuo's families in the original anime, which it might they might not have been written about at the time when it was created or whatever, but we never got to see more about their relationship with their family. And now we get to even see just a little glimpse of that, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other spoilers. I don't think. No, those were all I had. Another episode that kind of wraps things up early. I mean, other than just general, there's like, yeah, Akito Shigure spoilers. There's like, yeah, we're going to see Hataru next time. I'm trying to think if there's something else. I don't think so. That's again, like another episode that kind of transitions and wraps things up. It's like, we all learned about people who already are there, you know, that's all I got. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay. So next time, uh, we'll talk about episode nine. And we will see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Sounds so hesitant with that sign-off. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely going to talk about episode nine, and we'll see you then. <laughs> it's like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You never know. We never know what's going to happen. <laughs> all right. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Relax, Shigure says. He will handle Akido. Hakun is just... Huh? Yeah, Yeah, if you know what I mean. (laughs) We break for anime and also for turtles. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I can't remember the last time I saw Turtle on the Road. (laughs) It's cold in Canada. I don't know. (laughs) Although maybe they were just small. I don't remember the last time I saw a turtle because like there's not like there's turtles in our yard like where I lived before. Mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever. Turtles in Vermont, which isn't that far from Canada. <laughs> I guess there's probably turtles. They're probably just not in. Uh, probably not in Toronto. They probably are like down on the like trails and stuff, but not not on our street. Yeah. There's too much competition with raccoons. Mm-hmm. And like I drove by where there was like a snapping turtle. It was like on the side of the road. Where and, you like uh, no in Vermont. Oh, in Vermont, really? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I always think of them as southern dwelling. Oh no, they're over. They like. They actually the museum I bought at would uh, eggs that were, you know, planted in bad places, mm-hmm. and uh, like raise raise the babies in the museum. Oh, that sounds dangerous. <laughs> yeah, little, little snapping turtle babies, they're cute. <laughs> Maybe they're not so snappy when they're little. <laughs> Probably. Um, I'm sure. They it was are. like on the side of the thing as I was driving past it, and it like turned slowly and then just ran. <laughs> Oh, they can like, run? Man, dude. Oh, yeah, they run really fast. <laughs> oh, that makes them even more scary. That makes them like, yeah. closer to like Velociraptor level. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I saw a snapping turtle, also. Maybe I need to spend more time outside. <laughs> like, when's the last time I saw the sky? <laughs> what color is the sky? What day is it? <laughs> I can see the sky from inside.